0: Good morning, I'm Brad DeLong, and this, this is my morning coffee. After a year of serving as a useful idiot for Congressional Republicans and their wealthy donors to push through tax cuts and deregulation, U.S. Donald Trump has now turned to and is trying to follow through on his protectionist promises. Sooner or later, Republicans might realize that inept kleptocracy is not, after all, the best form of government. Quote, 2017 was the best year for conservatives in the 30 years that I've been here. The best year on all fronts. Unquote. So said Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Quote, this has turned out to be a very solid conservative right of center pro-business administration and we are seeing the results of it. Unquote. The same sentiments have been echoed over and over again by Republican donors over their shrimp hors d'oeuvres. The rollback of environmental regulations and tax cuts for the rich. What not to like. That Donald Trump and his family are would-be kleptocrats means that they little like the government taking what they want to be their wealth. Thus, they are allies of those who think America's big problem is that the distribution of income and wealth is not unequal enough. That the Donald Trump administration is incompetent, and that the Senate and House Republican Congresses do not help, the tax cut bill was the worst drafted bill anyone can ever remember seeing, is not a drawback. Incompetence creates opportunities for lawyers to craft larger loopholes. 2017 was, in the eyes of Mitch McConnell and of large Republican donors, truly the best best memory that they have. Incompetent, erratic kleptocracy would appear to be the best of all forms of government for them. Who knew? Or at least that was the best form of government until March 2018. Senator Pat Roberts, Republican from Kansas at least, may have changed his mind about Trump. He says, quote, this is not going to go down well in farm country. What's really ironic here, it's a real paradox of irony that we have a tax reform package that's bringing a lot of benefits to the business community, not to mention individuals, and this is a policy move that is contrary to that. I hope we're not seeing a trade policy that will basically result in all the benefits of the tax reform being taken away by higher manufacturing costs being passed on to consumers. The consumers are going to pay for this. All manufacturers are going to be affected by this. They're not going to pay for it. They're going to pass that cost on to consumers. So it's a consumer tax, not a tariff. These are the people who voted for the president. These are his people. One county in Kansas even voted for him 90%, and they're not going to be happy about this, unquote. Lindsay Wise of the Kansas City Star wrote that Roberts, quote, "...struggled to find words to describe his state of mind. He and other Republican senators received no formal heads-up from the White House before Trump said he would impose tariffs." Unquote. House of Representative Speaker Paul Ryan said, quote, "...he hoped the president will consider the unintended consequences of this idea and look at other approaches before moving forward." The decision has been taken over and against the advice and objections of National Economic Advisor Gary Cohn, now gone, National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster, not gone, Treasury Secretary Steve Mouchin, still there, and Defense Secretary James Mattis, still there. For it, apparently, is Commerce Secretary William Burr Ross, still there, but it is not at all clear why. For the view from the Commerce Department sees many more who benefit and who benefit more from low steel and aluminum prices as they seek to invest than it sees benefits for those who benefit from higher steel prices. For it, apparently, is trade Adviser Peter Navarro. But Navarro has not, and I believe cannot, set out a framework by which externalities from the creation of a larger domestic steel industry would be a net benefit to the economy. He has talking points, but he has no thing more than rhetoric. For it, apparently, is Special Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. But it is really not queer why, for his reputation depends on the administration's having successful rather than a stupid trade policy. And this is stupid indeed. Perhaps America's plutocrats? And the senators and representatives they have bought will come to the realization that wealth flourishes most under a competent rather than under an erratic and incompetent government. And perhaps they start to wonder whether plutocrats are the allies of would-be kleptocrats, or rather their prey. This is Brad DeLong, and this has been my Morning Coffee.